This show contains badass material and foul f***ing language. Some people may find offensive. What else did you expect? Nostalgia really whips the llama's ass. Hello yet again, and welcome to the Insanely Dangerous Retro Pod Show. Size doesn't matter, it's what you do with it. Yes, well, I mean, I'm off now because I've got to go and scream. Absolutely garbage. Paulie Shaw is somebody I don't really give a fuck about. He did kick me off the arse! Nice, nice argument there. Oh, shut up. Shut up, you Oh, there's a finger. I, I almost urinated. Tune in next week because I just can't stop loving you guys. It's the Batman jeans. No more Andy Hinchcliffe. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> hey there, I'm Lisa. And I'm Agnes. And together we are Sass and Sips a watch rewatch podcast. We want to personally invite you to check out our podcast where we'll be discussing TV shows from two perspectives. One who has seen the show before and one who's not so sure. While we drink a lot. <laughs> I mean like a lot a lot. <laughs> Every season we will focus on a new show and for our first season we have chosen the iconic show Lost. We hope that you will come over and check us out. We can be found on your favorite podcast platform or at sassandsips.com. If you're down for drinks, friends, and television, then make sure you listen and subscribe. Because we're down for all of it. Yes. So listen with your bestie, open your favorite bottle, and sip and sass with Sass and Sips. Kyle created this amazing curated list. Each day was themed Sunday Fun Day, Maniac Monday, and so on. 10 or 11 that I haven't seen at all. Exactly. Other ones, yes, that I haven't watched in like, you know, in, in Tales from the Dark Side case, like 20 years. I sure. Seen that, you, know. you might as well just say it's your first viewing, really. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this this decade. Yeah, well, I mean, what's the statute of limitations on, like, you know, do you, like, if you don't remember anything about it, it's like your first time seeing the movie. Like, you might start to, like, click... Things might that's start true. clicking in. Well, that's that's gonna, true. I think that's going to happen tonight for Carnival of Souls because, like, I know I've seen it, but I can't. I honestly, it has to have been like thirty years. I can't. Yeah. Remember. And you are watching the original sixty-two. Yes, of course. Is yeah. there a remake to that? Yeah, Wes Craven. Yeah, I didn't know that. I'm a, I think it's a production of his, not oh, not directed. Okay. Don't be embarrassed. <laughs> Every day I've been posting what Kyle is watching for that day, and I've been following along pretty well, almost all of the way as well. And it's been it's been super fun because. Um, I've been able to watch a movie like Tales from the Dark Side where that's a poster and VHS box that is memory burned. Yes. But I never actually watched it. Mm-hmm. And so I, so it's 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 awesome. It's super thrilling. So um, we're st- still going and we, we're just, oh, we're not yet halfway through yeah, the month. Yeah, almost halfway. Yeah, today is the 13th. I don't know when you'll hear this, but oh, here we go. Uh, there we go. <laughs> oh, that was frothy. It was, <laughs> there was a buildup to it. Yeah. Um, it was like, yeah, it was like, uh, you know how you blow a bubble with gum? Like when the, when that burp first started, it was like a burp bubble. Then it burst and then the rest of it came out. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Did you watch Hellfest? No, I just, I just downloaded it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh man. 
Yeah. That's surprising. Have you seen, have you been watching any horror movies at all, John? No. Like I, Matt, Matt sent me your list and I was like, I have literally seen none of these. Like, <laughs> yeah. None of them? None. Not a single one. I'm a really big fan of your sequel Saturdays and you're only doing <laughs> part threes. Because everyone loves part twos. Just continue to follow along if you, if you are. Um, or if at the very least you'd be reminded of some sweet movies to check out. For sure. During the spooky season. Um, so what are we doing tonight, John? We had an interesting discussion that came across our uh, our Facebook right. message group, which was with twelve hours or less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, <laughs> oh shit, what are we recording? Um, and yeah, it just kind of you know, Matt tossed out the idea of like you know, like Halloween specials, and then you know, me being I, I don't know the. I, I, I'm very much like the noob in this group in terms of like, you know, Halloween and horror stuff. I was like, look, guys, I have not seen like, like any horror specials outside of the Sims, like Treehouse of Horrors. So, um, Matt wrote back and said, basically, you watched them when you were younger, but you have not revisited them. You haven't gone back to them. Um, which I'm like amazed by. Yeah. I'm really surprised. Okay. No, not like in a bad way. No, yeah. no it's no. just like, like just speaking from, in my in my world, like mm-hmm. it's just weird. I said it to you. I was like, it's just weird to me that like someone else wasn't as obsessed with The Simpsons in my like early teen kind of like childhood years as like me and my friends were just we were like obs- we yeah. loved The Simpsons so much. And all of my friends were. I was just so heavily into. I was already into horror stuff as a kid, just not cartoon. Mm-hmm. And I liked wrestling, and I liked Ernest, but not cartoon animated. Mm-hmm. That sounds it sounds weird to say, but like like I said right before we hit record, like I like Ninja Turtles show because mm-hmm. Ninja Turtles had action figures and movies, and I also liked Ghostbusters the the show because it had movies and toys. So like, did you? Like, did you like The Simpsons regularly, like watching it or like yeah. South Park? So, and like that so kind here's, of stuff? here's, here's like, my nostalgia to The Simpsons. And I, and I do actually like The Simpsons. Like, I'm not going to turn it off if it's on. When it would come on, it was that thing that I'd watch with dad. Yeah. That mom didn't approve of in the next room. So it was like that moment that you're bonding with a parent over something when you're so young. And it was over a cartoon and like dad would, dad always said, you know, like if you're having a bad day, just watch the Simpsons because Homer's having a worse day than you. Mm-hmm. Like living in, in their, in their silliness, but. Sometimes he's having the best day ever. Yeah. But well, Homer's having the best <laughs> yeah. day ever. The world Everyone else around him. Yeah, yeah. Not so much. But yeah. So like John was saying, um, when we first started thinking about the Halloween specials and like, you know, every TV show from. Modern Family to Home Improvement to Roseanne, like they all, everybody's going to do a Halloween special at one point. Mm-hmm. So like, like he was saying, for some reason, like those one and dones, maybe in my mind, they just, they're one and done. I don't really revisit in terms of nostalgia, in terms of like really something that stays with me over a long period of time. Like I just don't watch those episodes, but with the Simpsons and because of how just obsessed with the show I was, um, Treehouse of Horror became something that I looked forward to every year and it became a part of my Halloween experience. Like every year yeah. you looked forward to, or, and then they would show the marathons, like, and I would rewatch right. all these Treehouse of Horrors because they're all just, to me, they're just so amazing. It's like the perfect little mini parodies of like a classic 
novel or a classic movie or you well, know that, that that's my thought exactly like so i mean i've seen the you know the rosans and the you know the modern families and the the all of their like you know halloween stuff and it's just it's you know someone's screwing up somewhere or someone's trying to scare someone and someone's trying it's it's not memorable where the simpsons it was three individual stories generally again they're they were calling back or throwing back to like the old stuff, like, you know, the Twilight Zone or King Kong or, you know, like, so, I mean, for me, it was every single year was like, what are they going to do this Mm -hmm. year? What was the, what were the three stories that they were going to kind of call back and reference to and turn into their brand of wackiness, right? And like, it's something, a family guy ended up doing this really well, like with that, remember that Star Wars parody they did? Mm. Um, but the Simpsons, what, what they do really, really well with these trios of horrors is it's a mix of both like really being faithful to the original stories and like hitting those story beat points, um, like in the thing, but the character, just, but staying in the Simpsons world, the characters are so memorable as they are. Yeah. They, they can, they still retain their personality even while they're in like a classic story like Dracula or whatever. Like yeah, yeah. that's what makes Treehouse of Horror so great. You know what, just hearing you say all that, it's starting to click with me. Maybe cartoon uh, cartoon Halloween specials have more longevity and rewatch value than the live action one and done. Because the world in which a cartoon can exist can be outside of the realm of realism. Mm-hmm. Therefore, you're already buying into the zaniness that occurs regularly. Mm-hmm. It's not a stretch for The Simpsons for you to buy into the Treehouse of Horror, yeah. or like the Family Guy stuff, or any of those ones that did that. Because really the first one um, in the 60s was Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown was already known for doing specials, right? I mean, mm-hmm. obviously the Christmas one is timeless, classic piece of... Even it's great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. So that, that's the one. Yeah. So that's the first Halloween special mm-hmm. ever. Is it? Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> now that it's on Disney+, Plus, there's literally, it's in one whole section by itself. It's It's, you know... Treehouse of Horrors, like, and it's all of them. In honor of Halloween, in honor of John and I's nostalgia, we decided to we're just going to go take a little trip down memory lane and give give Matt just just if he's seen these before. We're not sure actually if he's seen these these particular ones before, but we were trying to decide. There's 33 of these. There's 33 of these things. There are. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) So the 33rd one just aired uh, last week. Oh my god. Um, Was it good? It was pretty good. Yeah, okay. There was one that was really good. So we were trying to think of what's there's since there's so many yeah. tree houses. There was a golden age, and there's three episodes to it. It's yeah. like we got which are the best of the best, not segments. We got like the whole thing, like the whole episode. So John and I discussed, yeah. and we're about to show Matt trilogy trifecta of treehouse terrificness. Oh my goodness, <laughs> he just came up with that right there. That was pretty my amazing. God, uh, and they came concurrently, and it's treehouse of horror four five. And six. Yeah, we're going to take a little watch, and then we're going to come back and discuss. Be afraid. Be very afraid. There's a monster on the side of the bus! It's a trio of terror-filled tales. This hairdo looks so queer. I heard that! It was a boy! The Simpsons! A full hour of The Simpsons, only on Fox 59. And we're back! <laughs> Happy Halloween, everyone! Well, that was that was amazing. So it's Trios of Horror yeah. Four, which is part of season five. First aired October twenty eighth, nineteen ninety three, uh, and this is actually my favorite one of, mm-hmm. of all time. 
this is my kind of official pick, I guess, for like the best one ever. Uh, and what I love about it is uh, not only does it have a great, they don't do it every time, but the, the wraparound, they call yeah. it. Like the, yes. the thing that bridges the, each story together and they do a play on the classic TV series Night Gallery in which Bart introduces each story by showing us a painting in an art gallery uh, that will like introduce the story. Uh, and funnily enough, the segment was written by Conan O'Brien, mm-hmm. the great Conan O'Brien. And oh yeah, so another reason why this is my favorite, because each story is, it represents, there's um, a written work, like it's a short story, uh, there's a TV show, and there's a movie parody in this one. The first one based that the the Devil and Homer Simpson based on that classic short story, The Devil and Daniel Webster, which was written in 1936, the fame, the classic tale, the farmer that sells his soul to the devil for like prosperity or whatever. Mm-hmm. In this case, Homer just wants a donut. Yeah. <laughs> so he sells his soul <laughs> to the devil. And a great choice, of course, who would the devil be in the Simpson universe? It's Flanders. Yeah. The, the ultimate. It's who you least expect. The person you least expect. Yeah. I deadly owl. <laughs> yeah. What'd you think of that episode? Man? It was hilarious. <laughs> I love the nods to, you know, horror references. But especially, uh, what was it? The segment was uh, Terror at Five and a Half Feet. Yeah. Uh, it's obviously, that's riffing off of not only the title of the segment from the Twilight Zone, the movie, the the, the infamous one with John Lithgow seeing yeah. the gremlin on the airplane wing. Nightmare at 20,000 Feet. Nightmare at 20,000 Feet was the original title. And he sees this gremlin tearing apart the engine wing and and, and freaking out. No one believes him because he doesn't see it. And I felt super connected to that one. I yeah, I really like that one. But the strongest one out of that episode was definitely Homer selling his soul for the. Do- he basically eats. I mean, hell is, out of donuts. It is yeah. That was a that that episode was like even just watching it back now. It looks just like laugh. What do they call it? Like laugh per minute. Like that really is just like joke after joke after joke. Like the Department of Iron deaths or whatever that's in hell and so they decide to feed homer because he sold his soul to the for a donut um they decide to feed him like an eternity full of donuts but homer being homer he yeah. can he can take he can it take it and they're like what the hell like yeah yeah more yeah. like um, they should they um, should have known um, that they were gonna fail at this with him <laughs> yeah if that was the setup here's I'm, the punishment he's like all right I love too the jury that uh, Flanders Devil Devil Flanders puts together. It's like Lizzie Borden, John yes. Wilkes Booth, Blackbeard, and for some reason like the the Philadelphia Flyers yeah, of the 19- starting lineup of the nineteen seventy two Philadelphia <laughs> yeah. Flyers. Like like what does that imply? Like no one has seen them ever since, or, or did maybe they, die? they were just like no I, I, ruffians. You can easily yeah. tell we are not sports fanatics exactly. because apparently yeah they were like just yeah very rough like you know <laughs> not necessarily rule breakers but like. Hard hitting. Like all tie domies? Basically. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I get that reference. Get yeah. That reference. <laughs> I just know you like get to fight reference. a lot. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. No, that was that was that was awesome for yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, and then the third story being Bart Simpson's Dracula instead of Bram Stoker's Dracula. Now, it's not like a completely faithful retelling of the Dracula story, but I do love Mr. Burns as Dracula in the Gary Oldman garb. Yeah. Like when they go to Count Dracula's castle in the Francis Ford Coppola film. You know, Gary Oldman famously, that famous iconic scene where he has like, his hair is so long or something that they put it in the buns and he just looks so off. Like he has breasts on his head. Yeah. And the, um, the, the, the disembodied shadow that follows Dracula in I love the original. That. In this one, he's like playing with a yo-yo and he's like. It's moving <laughs> off time. Yeah. 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 It's just three like classic <laughs> stories. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> then they go down the basement. They see like after they see like the no garlic sign. They go down the basement. He goes, see, and he's like, big deal. Looks like the basement had Grandpa's rest home oh, <laughs> full <man>. of coffins. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Because they're old and dying. <laughs> that just that reminds me. Then Grandpa comes in at the end. He's like, "Time to kill the boy." <laughs> yeah, no, he's a. Or I forget what they yeah. say. He's yeah, a, he's a vampire. Yeah, he was a vampire. He's a vampire. Ah. <laughs> oh, and how can we forget from the Devil and Homer Simpson, the great Phil Hartman as Lionel Hutz, the yeah. like the worst lawyer in the world, <laughs> and he's like. <laughs> Webster, Webster's Dictionary defines a contract as a for like a unbreakable. A, unbreakable. Again, that is unbreakable, and they'll just all stare at him. I need to use the restroom, yeah. <laughs> and he just leaves <laughs> the, the trial. But before that, he's like, "All right, I got a couple of conditions. One, he goes bathroom breaks every thirty minutes. Yeah, agreed. And then, uh, oh yeah, the, yeah, Devil Ned Flanders is like, I get, I get to choose. pick the jury. Agreed. No, wait. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> no, wait. Yeah, the worst lawyer. <laughs> the worst. Lionel Hutz. I like oh. that he comes in, he's combing his hair with a fork. With a fork. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. I watched an episode of Matlock last night at the bar. The sound was off, but I'm pretty sure I got the gist oh, of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's that, was, that's, that was a great line. Yeah. Yeah. Matlock. Yeah. So good. Yeah. So good. But it's funny, you mentioned Conan O'Brien. He and Bart Simpson are the same person. Yeah. He writes all of his little things that we laugh at, like the, (laughs) yeah, it's so crazy. Like I never realized it until like right now, but that's definitely a Conan thing. That, that thing where he like laughs exuberantly and uh, he's like, he's like, he's a mischief maker. He's defeated. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, He is a mischief maker. But at the end of the day, he's like a child. Interesting too, how those, the, the credits, the, the classic trios of horror credits where they add in little, like, you know, little goofy names or creepy names, scary Mm -hmm. names for all the the people, but Hellbrook. Yeah, James yeah. Hellbrooks will just yeah. is like the constant. Yeah. Uh, but Conan O'Brien's was so it must have been like ninety three must have been when he was first starting his show or something because it, it was like be, Conan yeah. watch NBC at twelve thirty a.m. O'Brien or something yeah. like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. twelve thirty NBC O'Brien yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah it would have been nineteen ninety three because he he just retired it was twenty eight years that would have been twenty twenty one yeah he just finished his show so he did twenty eight years on NBC yeah. Almost, yeah, that's wow. Okay, maybe this is one of like the last seasons he was working on. You know, I guess what's so what season would that be? That was season five. Yes, yeah, so it's pretty early on. Yeah, cool. We're gonna muscle on to (laughs) Free House of Horror five. Oh, yeah, season six. This one might have uh, might have an episode close near and dear to your heart. Okay, yeah, all right, near and dear to my forearm. Maybe dun dun dun. With new tricks, new treats, and new tales of horror. There's a bug that looks like Dad. The Simpsons Scarathon. Part of Fox's Halloween Bash. Sunday starting at 7, 6 Central. We just watched Treehouse of Horror 5. Yes. Which was season 6, episode (laughs) 6. Uh, and yeah, so what was the three stories? The Shining. The Shining. The Shining, shining. of course. You don't want to get sued. Yeah, I know. You don't want to want to get sued. Which, man, that's, I love it. What's really crazy, I love for, and I haven't seen that in a while, but how many beats of the movie they really do hit. And like how, yeah. like how faithful of an adaptation it actually is. Like even from the very, but they, 
they they skew it every every step of the way. Like the start, the overhead shot of the car going towards the overlook, and it's like Tuesday, and Homer's like, ah, getting ready to start my new job at the overlook or whatever. And they're just like, do you forget to close the door? No! And then it says Wednesday. Wednesday. And just those title cards yeah. that is the Shining's famous <laughs> for. Yeah. Yeah. The hotel itself, it looks like the exterior. Yeah. Of of the hotel and the shining, mm-hmm. like you said, it's, it's it's an adaptation, but it's so true. Like they summed it up in what five minutes? Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess it would be twenty minutes, three episodes. Yeah, it's like seven or eight minutes. Burns is almond. Yeah, yeah. They've taken away the booze and they've cut the cable. And oh, yeah. right away, Smithers he goes. Maybe this is what led to the other murders of yeah. all the other families. Hmm. Mm. Tell you what. We come back in the fall, family slaughtered. I'll buy you a Coke. Burns being cheap. It's like he's going to take away, he's going to cut the cable and take away their beer to get an honest like day's work out of them or something. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's why they didn't shut down the liquor stores during a pandemic right there. That was one of the first things to come back. That's so crazy. 100%. Yeah. Essential. That's right. That's right. Um, I like the, I also like when, he was in the meat locker and the ghosts free him. There was like a mummy. There was a classic Dracula. And then both you and I noticed the Freddy sweater. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Immediately. Because there was like a, yeah, there's all classic movie characters. Yeah, whatever. I mean, also great green. choice to, of course, Mo, the bartender is going to be Lloyd, the yes. bartender from The Shining. The you best know. goddamn bartender. <laughs> and there was a couple nods to the movie uh, in character, in, in like the original Shining little moments, like, when Homer, give me the bat, give me the bat, March, give me the bat, give me the bat, give me the bat, and he, you know, and he plays that up a bit, you know. <laughs> and well, one of my favorite uh, character moments from the original that they nodded to, yeah. which I haven't even thought of until we watched it, is when Marge takes the CB to call the uh, the ranger or whatever oh, the police man. down thing, and she's like, "Help! My husband's trying to kill me." Over, and that just that over is such a Wendy Torrance thing from the original. And then, of course, Chief Wickham's like, "Oh." Well, that glad that's over. over. <laughs> <laughs> just turns it off. Yeah. Over. Over. <laughs> yeah. Right to the finale. Like, they found the sacred television. Mm-hmm. And they're all huddled around it. What is it that's on? It's just Ken Brockman. Oh, yeah. First it's just... No, no, yeah, it's Ken Brockman. But then when they're frozen, and yeah. the Tonys come the on. The Tony Awards. The Tonys, yeah. And you can hear them all like... Ah! <laughs> Special host, Tyne Daly. Yeah, <laughs> that's right, yeah. yeah. Urge to kill. Rising. Oh yeah, and we can't forget um, the ca- the Willie as the ca- of course as, as what's his name O'Halloran Halloran yeah yeah or, or is it Halloran or O'Halloran it's Halloran why do I think O'Halloran well he's Scottish <laughs> yeah, maybe <laughs> he's Halloran in The Shining the reference to the original when Halloran in his like in Florida or wherever he is in his little hotel yeah. room and there's in the original movie in the in the background on the wall there's like a picture of a naked woman she has a big afro on uh, but it's just this portrait of a naked woman and in the Simpsons shining Willie has a like a Scottish pinup like of course. but she has bagpipes bag and a kilt yeah. and stuff oh, man. like that's pretty awesome yeah 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 that it's was those excellent. little details that like just yeah and of course, Maggie spells out red rum in the blocks on the blocks floor. At the beginning, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Just all all of the nods. Like a, sh- a shining fan sees it, and and they connect instantly. Yeah, yeah. Super awesome. Um, I will admittedly say I liked four better mm-hmm. as a whole episode. Mm-hmm. Second segment was the um the time travel one. 
Oh yes, the one yeah, where Homer's yeah. punishment. It's like it was such a weird start to that episode when Homer's. It's like, ah, uh, what a perfect day, perfect family. Like I couldn't ask for anything. Dad, your hand's stuck in the toaster. Ah! Yeah, like, what yeah. a weird. It's like yeah. we got to just write this. Like we got to get yeah, this yeah. story going yeah. somehow. How do we? Yes, yes, that's right. Yeah. How do we point out the weirdness of the toaster for this episode? Exactly. Yeah, and he what tries a- to fix it and. It's like what is it's the play on the what the butterfly effect I guess or like the idea that you know yeah like you know a butterfly flaps its wings in Central Park and it rains in Tokyo the- you change the path or like you change any kind of the thing in the past it yeah but though it's it's pretty funny watching Homer go back and forth with different versions of his family my favorite being of course the perfect it's like they're rich. Their house is amazing. They're all like in like princess <laughs> gowns and stuff and yeah. bejeweled or whatever. And Patty and Selma um, are dead. Patty and Selma are dead. They have, it was like a luxury sedan. It was like a Lexus or something yeah. they yeah. had uh, to go to Patty and Selma's funeral. Uh, and he's like, Marge, honey, can you pass me a donut? Donut? What's a donut? And then Homer loses his mind, runs quickly back to yeah. the toaster to go back. But then it stays with him for just a tiny second longer. And donuts start raining outside. And Marge goes, oh, it's raining again. And like, that's pretty awesome. Like, who knows what else? It was That yeah. was probably Homer's perfect, like, perfect world. Yeah. Yes. But he got too freaked out by the fact <laughs> yeah, That's that- true. That's so Homer. He'd ruin his own dream. Yeah. 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 And then he just accepts the fact that, you know, his family has lizard tongues. He's like, eh, oh, good yeah. enough. Close enough. Yeah. Close enough. That was funny. Yeah. yeah. And then third, um, the nightmare cafeteria. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's just a simple, yeah. The sim, the, for some reason, <laughs> they're like, of course, due to budget cuts because Springfield Elementary and just has no money whatsoever for any kind of like food program. And they accidentally spill like lunch lady. Doris's like weird stew all over Jimbo yeah, and his, <laughs> her circus meat stew. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the, Mo- it's a grade F. Mostly grade circus F. animals, some filler. That's some what was some filler. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and they start killing off the students one by one to make stews or whatever the food and um, yeah, it's it. But what's that? That I love that line when <laughs> they're having Oktoberfest because. <laughs> Uh, Uter, yeah, Uter, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, Uter's with us in spirit everywhere. You could always say there's a little bit of Uter in all of us. Actually, you could also say that we ate Uter and, and he's in our stomachs stomach. right now. <laughs> oh, wait, scratch that. <laughs> and they just watch him. <laughs> it definitely, like, the shinning was yeah. the standout. That's of, what I mean. Yeah, the, oh, the, the yeah. other one was like a simple. It was like a tiny idea that they just made into a seven minute sketch, yeah. almost yes. like let's meet yeah. the kids at school and let's Homer go back in time. And <laughs> I just remember when Homer goes back in time and he gets so pissed that everything's not working out. He just starts stamp <laughs> that when he like gives the bug three stamps in a row. Like that's pretty funny. <laughs> it's like a little lizard wagon. Ah! He just starts stomping the shit out of it. <laughs> I lost it. Oh, I wish, I wish I hadn't squished that fish. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And what was, remember the one world he goes back in and, um, oh, Willie's all there. And he's like, Homer, I know how to get us out of here. And, just, ah! and then Maggie hits him with an axe. But it was actually James Earl yeah. Jones. Yeah. He in said the- something about the, this universe is weird or, yeah. yeah. Well, we got to talk about the Laughing Martians. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, because they were in, yeah, they were in, well, uh, Willie was in all three of the stories. So he was mm-hmm. like the one, he tied them kind of all together yeah but there's always for some some tree houses do have a stories that have kang and kodos in it but yeah. there's always just that every single episode has to at least tiny little kang and kodos appearance where they just 
they say something and then they just laugh continuously for like an extremely long time. They're, like they're just laughing at the humans. In episode, in Trios yeah. of Horror Four, it was they didn't think the monster was outside of the the school bus, and they're like, "Look at them, scared of a monster that doesn't exist." <laughs> they just start laughing and they keep laughing yeah but then it cuts to the gremlin outside of their ship as well tearing apart their ship yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. oh that's excellent okay so we are going to watch the last recommendation yeah which is treehouse of horror six keep it going don't miss the simpsons mini marathon God, Marge, it's escaped. <laughs> Sunday at 7, 6 central on Nonstop Fox. So that was Trios 4 6. What'd you think? Season 7. Wow. Wow. Um, I, I enjoyed that one more than five. Yeah. Um, I especially like how even just this one episode being a Halloween special kind of shows you what point the Simpsons have reached within their own kind of universe do a cg homer and bart and then we're gonna drop homer into live action yeah i know in 95 and it look amazing and it end on him going "Ooh, it brought the cakes yeah. and going into a store and that's it and it's like that this makes sense to a simpsons fan yeah yeah it is pretty crazy like like you said 95 like i i remember at the time the 3D Homer, all that computer generated stuff was like, because it was so new or like CGI was such a new thing in, mm-hmm. in popular culture or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, it still looks pretty good, you know? It, and it, it's crazy to think that th- that's almost 30 years old at this point. Yeah, it, it still looks really good, actually. Like, I mean, I, I just commented at the end, like even like, you know, Homer going into the real world, like, you know, showing the shadow on the ground, like as he was walking, you know, amongst the people. Like, yeah, it, it holds up. It still holds up better than a lot of stuff like oh, yes. from the early 2000s. You see something like this. You see some of the early Pixar's and Disney's mm-hmm. in the mid 90s. Even look at the CG in Jurassic Park 1. Yeah. Like that, that is mind blowing that that was that old and looking that good then. Yeah. Um, And then there was this weird period where I think they were cranking out CG so quickly that they weren't trying to perfect the technology. They were trying to advance what they could do without the technology catching up to it. And like you said, there's almost like early 2000s CG that looks like shit. Yeah. You can almost dispel you know, reality when watching, you know, The Simpsons and watching Reboot and watching those types of things where it's like, it's, it's, it's a cartoon. Like it doesn't have to look photorealistic um, in order to hit all of those marks. But like, there is like this period, yeah, like I said, in the early 2000s in movies where it was like, okay, no, we're going to try and make stuff look photorealistic, but it just doesn't. Yeah, like no. the yeah. worst example is the mummy to like where where the rock turns into the scorpion king. If you go back and watch that, oh my god, it's so oh, really? bad. It is so bad. I don't bad. even know if I've seen that movie. Yeah. But anyway, I di- I digest. <laughs> I digest. Uh but yeah, so the first ep- the first segment in this episode was Attack of the 50-foot Eye Swords, which is great. Kind of like a commentary on like just what like advertising and Consumer. and how it consumes yeah. us and how we just can't help ourselves but like yeah that's kind of like a a play like they take revenge on the people that use them or something like, yeah it was pretty funny like it starts with homer wanting to take the donut off the lard lad well he wants <laughs> a colossal donut oh, yeah, the he donut wants- he gets oh yeah is like then- 
That's a regular also, donut. Yeah, like play on like you what you get from advertisements is never really what it shows. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that because yeah, yeah. like the, you know the burgers. I came for a colossal donut. <laughs> I must have a colossal donut. Yeah, my favorite <laughs> thing scare us. that you pointed out is like when when he actually steals the big donut and he's sitting on it in his living room. He's still wearing the pantyhose on his head and <laughs> that he robbed like, it with. Yeah, yeah. That he robbed it with. <laughs> What? Yeah, and she Homer and Marge is like, Homer, what is that? What's what? Yeah. <laughs> like the big donut he's he sitting on and taking is, up your entire He's house. like naked sitting on it. But you know, as as men, oh, yeah. we've all done that. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. Where your women are like, um, notice something new that you bought. I like, mean what? what are you talking about? I don't and know that what is, you're talking about. I mean, that's one of the great things about Homer. Homer is like a I don't know, not a not a distillation of like the male id, I guess, but in a way it kind I don't know, he it's like he is like all of us. We all see ourselves in a little. We all see a little bit of Homer in ourselves. You know. Yes. Yes. Most certainly, he is the impulsive male. Yeah. That also wants to be the father figure that the kids deserve, but what they get is this dope. Yeah. That we all feel like we are as family members right like or it's spouses or fathers he themselves really does want to do his best he does but also he just doesn't want to put in the effort yeah my yeah. <laughs> you know my favorite a homer simpson line of all time is is like i have no money and three kids why can't i have three money and no kids <laughs> like, it's that is a great that's, Homer quote. That's Homer. That in, is Homer. In one line. Why can't I have three money and no That's kids. amazing. When the, I want to say the big boy, but lard lad yeah. knocks it, like comes to the door. He just starts offing people. Like, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's at, it's at Flanders. Go he ahead. Passes the buck. Yeah. 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 It's at Flanders. Go ahead. Break open his house. Yeah. And also when he comes back and he's like, I told you it was at Flanders or, or most. Mo. Yeah. Go. Go kill Mo. Go check him out. Go yeah. kill Mo. Like yeah. he's just fuck it. Like yeah, just go it. for it. But we can't pass oh. by because Lisa. So she sees in the imprint of a footprint from one of the giant advertisements. She sees the advertising company that created it. So she goes to them for help, and he's like some old advertising exec. And the the best things on the wall. There's a poster, and like and this speaks to like the perfectness of like the Mad Men era yes. of like just the old school advertising guys. And just that idea of like, I don't know, I don't even know what you call it, but it says 50 million smokers can't be wrong. Yeah. And you know what? You're kind of right. Kinda but right. Kinda it's right. kind of hilarious yeah, as well. Cause, that, that's because yes, they're very wrong and it's, it's very bad. Yeah. But yeah, so one of my favorite parts of the episode is when they, he goes, maybe a jingle will help. And he's like, monsters go away. It'll sound better coming at a Paul Anka. Sure enough, Paul Anka himself shows up for the, like, just such a memorable jingle from a, for some reason, I always sung this with all my friends, like, just don't look, just don't look. And then, Got Paul Anka's guarantee. Yeah. <laughs> and, he, and he looks to the camera and he gives them a smile and a wink. Like, uh, oh, it's just so man. great. Great first, uh, first segment. Oh, yeah. And then another cinema classic for the second one okay. Nightmare on Evergreen Terrace. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I, as soon as I saw the Nightmare on Elm Street font, I was bought I in. I was like, all right, you got me now. <laughs> yeah. And, and what we all commented while we were watching it was how dreamscapey the animation became. 
just in that opening sequence, which was obviously alluding to Bart having a dream, which looks like when people are having a dream in a Nightmare on Elm Street, everything's got you know soft lens and yeah, it's like it's very weird, hazy. like Vaseline, like yes. on the on yes. the lens, like the yeah. the the bloom and the uh, yeah. the soft focus. But it, yeah. but it's interesting that a cartoon with a very very unique style that's very much their own which became the style for other shows to come afterwards, yeah. they adjusted it just for the sake of the gag. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and as fans of Nightmare on Elm Street, yeah. we're watching it being like, that's something right out of Nightmare on Elm Street. I assume a Simpsons writer's room, yes. you know, of like 10 people or whatever, however that worked. Mm. It's just, they're just pop culture and just like nerd, just nerdy kind of like, oh man, but like, remember how at the start of Nightmare on Elm Street, it's like, it's kind of weird looking. Like, let's just, you know, I picture that would be the environment. Yeah, yeah. we got to do that. We got to tell the animators yeah. that they have to do this. Like, yeah, this sets it up for. Yeah, I, I completely yeah. agree. Yeah. Um, I love that. Obviously, the tie into Nightmare on Elm Street. Freddie was a janitor. Amazing. Groundskeeper yeah. Willie. Willie coming in again. Like, so he was Halloran in The Shining because Halloran was basically the caretaker when. The overlook mm-hmm, is, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. but yeah. So of course, Freddy Krueger is is wait is he a janitor in Iron Elm Street? Is it a jan like is he? Yes, a, yeah, yeah. So there you go. Like yeah. Willie is the janitor of the school. Like it's such a perfect tie-in, you know. How how else do you have access to the boiler room? Right? That's right. But yeah. this one, they did they didn't go they didn't go that they didn't go crazy dark in that Freddy Krueger was a child murderer right <laughs> you know that he had a freak accident that the parents banded together yes. and decided to burn him alive yeah um where yeah this was just a free accident <laughs> of course <laughs> triggered by homer and triggered by once again the school's like very low budget for like expenses like the vote on the door handle repair nay yeah, and then willie's trying to get out the door and the door handle falls off it's like ah, vote you know? on the fire extinguisher now this is a free service free provided service. by the uh, the fire department nay, nay. <laughs> so of course you can't even use that but i love homer just being the person who cannot put together the way the note is written yeah. and the note on the thermostat says don't touch willie as in this message is from Willie. Don't touch. Homer reads it as "Don't touch Willie." Ah, good advice. And then slides it right over Do to not hot. touch Willie. <laughs> and Willie's just, Willie's just trying to play his bagpipes yeah. in the boiler room next to the raging yeah, fire. Next to yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. Also, love how Marge introduces the story when she's telling the kids this happened on the thirteenth hour of the thirteenth day of the thirteenth month. month. They were at the school to protest or to talk about the misprinted calendars. The smart and Homer. <laughs> Walks in lousy smart weather. (laughs) (laughs) What's great about that though is like honestly, year I mean years and years, like such a tiny line from a moment in one of those fears of horrors. But it's still like if it's you you all know that feeling of like the middle of January, early February, when it's just so cold and miserable and I just hate everything about the weather, I do say lousy, lousy smart, smart weather. weather. Yeah. Like, because it's so bad and so yeah. terrible. It's funny that Matt's like, you know, I enjoyed four and six more than five. On a lot of those lists, when you look up, you know, the Treehouse of Horror ranked or whatever, people love five. I think it's the shinning. I mean, the shinning is amazing. Yeah. Could be one of the it's best. It's gotta be. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. Could be one of the best. I think it's ever just done. It, it, it. But the other two are so. Yeah, they're not. You know, they're, they don't hold up as yeah. well. But it's like the yeah. I guess it's the, the well, the nostalgia and the mm-hmm. the kind of how well they did the the shinning that I enjoy that eight minutes. So the other sixteen of this episode, okay, whatever. 
Yeah. Because the shinning was all in. Yeah. Like mm. they they didn't skimp on the gimmick. They went all in on it. It it just jumps out at you. You're like, how did you take something so dark and not family friendly and turn it into this like whopper of a, of yeah. a, a segment? Yeah. Like you took a two hour epic and boiled it down to seven minutes. I know. Yeah. Man, like there's just so many. I mean, even just off the top of my head, I can think of like single segments. I can't. I don't know what seasons they are or what what episodes they are, but like the monkey's paw. Yeah. Um, remember the one with Pierce Brosnan as like the um, HAL 9000, the robot computer that ran Marge's house and it yeah, fell, in, yeah. fell in love with Marge. Yeah. <laughs> remember that was pretty funny. That was Pierce Brosnan? That was Pierce Brosnan's voice. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. I didn't remember that. And oh, the crusty doll, the killer crusty doll. Yes. Like child's play. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like again, like it's just something that's been with, I mean, it's amazing. Like we said, 33 years. I'm 41. Like pretty much <laughs> the Simpsons have been in my life all of my life in a way. You know what I mean? And Tree Longer Horse than of- any friend you've ever had. <laughs> Trios of War yeah. is a big part of that. I mean, it's kind of true. You know? Yeah. Spoken spoken like Homer himself. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about a TV show That's- being better than a friend. Come family, yeah. sit by the TV. All right, everybody, thank you for listening. Happy Halloween, of course. And I'm Kyle for Nostalgia Junk Podcast saying, as he smarts weather. This is John for the Nostalgia Junk Podcast saying, no beer and no TV make John something something. Go crazy. Don't mind if I do. (laughs) 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 That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Nailed it. Uh, this is Matt for the Nostalgia Junk Podcast saying, This is indeed a disturbing universe.